The Turtles Podcast. Woo! So, we'll start today off with a little bit of a random thought that Corey woke up up to uh, this morning. Uh, Me being a left-handed gentleman myself, I think I'm fairly chivalrous because when I walk with my wife, she has, if I'm arm in arm with her, she's with my, on my right arm. Again, English. I'm really good at it. So she's around my right arm, and I think I'm chivalrous this way because I have my dominant hand free. I can open a door. I can block or catch uh, a flying object that may be guided towards her face for some reason. Uh, I have better chances of catching that or blocking it down with my dominant hand. And uh, especially if a bad guy decides to come at us, uh, I'm happy to have my dominant hand free uh, to actually put a punch together and uh, hit somebody that could be looking to do horrible things to myself and also to maybe somewhat of a lesser extent my wife as well. Um, what are right-handed guys doing putting the girl on the dominant arm? you become kind of a selfish dick. Like, the best you can do, it would be, like, limp-wristed, like, slap uh, a bad guy away. Really, like, what you're saying is that you have a really solid chance of uh, stiff-arming your girl (laughs) into... Hey, hey, everyone has their strategy, you know? Stiff-arm them into the attacker so you can get away. Survival of the fittest. If she uh, can't fend for herself... It wasn't meant to be, I guess. Welcome to the Pearls Podcast. Uh, In my basement. Uh, It's contemplating random thoughts. Yeah, yes, 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 gummies. Uh, Today's episode is going to be kind of a mix-mash of a couple of different conversations. So you're getting a little bit of a combination of tastes. Um, first part was a group of guys that were, I think it's after game two. It's either game two or three. I believe it was two because I wasn't present at two. I'm pretty sure I was at three. Uh, at Pazzers. It's the introduction to Big Jim. God, you're a legend, Jim. Uh, <laughs> I had fun editing this one, you assholes. Um... I did my best to kind of work around some of uh, you know, you know. I just, just, just Jim. I, I, I tried to edit it. I just left most of it in there. Some I had to take out. Um, you guys started talking about baseball, and then you fall off a fucking cliff. I, by the end, I don't. It's your, you, you can't figure out a debit machine, so I can only imagine what stage of the evening this is that you guys sent this in. Uh, so that's the first half of the, the podcast today. Yeah, then we take a hard left and talk about... I interview my mom and dad. Aww. Yeah, the Mater and Pater. Uh, we're moving them to a smaller place. Still in, in uh, still the same community. It's just uh, in a bungalow, townhouse, 
so they don't have to do their own landscaping. They're downsizing because they're, they're empty nesters. We still come over once a week to Sunday dinners, uh, but it's uh, it's still in the family too. The house is being sold to, to our younger brother Kyle. He it's really kind of cute. He's very sentimental that way. We moved uh, to that house in '88. Uh, I was six, so Kyle was four. Uh, so that was our childhood home. So it's really kind of romantic and cute that. Uh, him and Jessica decided to they're they're gonna build their memories in that same house uh, go, going forward, and and they wanted to keep it uh, in in the family that way. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it's great that it's still in the family, but it's a little bit different because it's no longer grandma and granddad's house. So, uh, we'll still have some Sunday dinners there, but it'll be more on a rotating basis. Um, so I wanted to sit down with my mom and dad and, and talk about their, their emotional connections to the house, which I come to find out and you will soon realize as well is not much. <laughs> they do not, they are happy to get the, if they could, if they didn't sell it to Kyle, it sounds like they would have, there's like William Wallace did as they walked away, bummed it and slow motion walk away from exploding uh tinder it's the movie in my head anyways <laughs> we also talked growing up with the uh, boys in football uh i uh, my dad pulls out uh, i was broke in university so instead of a birthday gift i wrote a poem for him so you notice i reused some of my <laughs> my already created stock music because i'm not creative enough to <laughs> write music fast enough, so it may seem familiar from last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just uh, fun times to sit down with my dad. I, I enjoy the relationship I have with my dad. That that's how we've always expressed our love is that he makes fun of me and I make fun of him back, and and that's if if. You ever get annoyed with how much I, I make fun of you? It's it's you see from my parents where I get it. I'm definitely way better at it than they are, but I definitely get it from them. So that's how I show affection. Jamie, assholes. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but this, my dad's just an interesting guy. He's. <clears throat> Old school Glaswegian from Glasgow, but he moved from the old country when he was, I believe, 22. And he worked very hard to get rid of his Scottish accent. So uh, I still can't recognize it. I grew up with my dad, so any accent that may be there, I can't recognize because I'm so used to it. But I think compared to maybe some other... Scottish people you may have met, uh, or even other relatives in, in my same family. Uh, my dad intentionally tried to Canadianize his voice because he found out very quickly that uh, nobody takes you seriously when you talk like a cartoon character. <laughs> when you sound like a R.L. Tolkien character. Can't even pronunciate uh, R.L. Tolkien with a Scottish accent. Maybe it's why it's not so popular over there. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. It's late. I should probably go to bed. Um, but I like talking to myself in the basement. This room should be rubberized. I should go to bed. But, yeah.
My dad, uh, old school Glaswegian, uh, he, he has some interesting points of view, which, uh, which, which create the family dynamic really interesting. I remember growing up and, and, and being in, in high school and questioning, you know, religious policies on, like, homosexuality even, and we're doing dishes as a family in the, in the kitchen, and I'm, my dad's at the sink, and I'm drying, <laughs> and I'm drying a dish, and we're getting into a discussion with my dad, and I was like, well, what if, uh, what if, dad, what if I decided I was gay? What if I, I came out of the closet, and my dad turns the, uh, the sink off, and he dries his hands, and he throws his dish rag over his shoulders, like, I'd push you right back in. And it's just funny. It's, it's, he's very loving and he's very warm and opening. And it's, this was in the 90s. It was, I remember the kitchen was yellow at that time. So it was definitely the 90s. And, and it highlights, I think, also our sense of humor as well. That we kind of grew up where our coaches called us the F word. Not, not, uh, fuck. We could say fuck, but uh, the F word. We, which uh, that was just a, a term you heard on, on a regular basis, or or the the homophobic joke was pretty popular. Uh, if you go back and watch any of the movies from the nineties, they do not age well. Um, so I, I think most of our humor comes from making fun of that. So if anybody who doesn't know us tunes in and you're offended, jump off something high. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Ah, Jesus. Go to bed. The outro today. Uh, it's so stupid. I make myself giggle, and it's probably not a good thing. But uh, I, <laughs> I I called it uh, gentrifying uh, some hip-hop. I don't gentrify, because that is horrible and is bad. But what I do to hip-hop is called gentrifying it. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, if, <laughs> so if you hate this, you are in great company because <laughs> this is, I don't do it intentionally, but this, I'm annoyed with my kids' music. I didn't think I'd be that grumpy old dad, be like, ah, what are the kids listening to these days? But either this Disney garbage or this bubblegum pop top 40 bullshit that's just ugh. but if you start singing it like a super white guy doing crude music or you just over whiteify the hip-hop tones yay and you dance with your thumbs woo <laughs> it's a great way for your kids to also start hating that music <laughs> parenting dad tip to you guys anyways i'm gonna leave you with these episodes for tonight and i'm going to bed the turtles podcast woo project. So we just want to lean into the mic. So I don't know what episode it is because we're so far behind, but we are, we're, it could be 14 for 10, all we know. 11, 12. Whatever Corey wants to name this is what the episode is. We are at Pazzers. 
Whatever other unofficial sponsors. Although we do get team discounts here, so they we might do. be the they most like seven dollar wings. Shout out, Hazard. Like That's right for 100%. teams. For teams. Hundred percent. Yeah. Brent's dying to get like here. Brent wants to talk about baseball. Brent wants to take me home so he can go home, but we're not going yet. We got twenty five minutes. It's a short one. It's true. Start your timer, Brent. So. <laughs> We were just looking at the TV, yeah. watching some baseball highlights, yep. and the question was raised, what do we think about baseball? And I would really like to hear what Jim thinks about baseball, specifically so Dave can roll over in his grave. <laughs> All I said was, oh, do we need a topic of discussion? And I said, what do you guys think of baseball? Do you think baseball is like something that you're excited about watching, or is it like one of those things where uh, you just want to fall asleep on the couch and oh fuck it's still on later kind of like golf you know you had too many bourbons the night before and boom baseball's there for you because you can watch a few plays or do you just go to Jason 30 I don't know you tell me Jason 30 is great Um, I would say watching baseball on TV when it's not the playoffs is horrendous I would say watching baseball live might be one of the greatest sporting events you can go to. Ooh, I wouldn't go that so, far. No, okay, hang on, hang on. So I, I went down to far. I went down to Chicago and watched yeah. the Cubs play. Okay. And their their ballpark is Wrigley. 100%. I mean, it's it's historic. Like a, it's historic. It it's like a mecca. It's a big deal. You go there. Everybody know. Everybody knows the game. They're cheering at the right times. They're educated baseball fans. You sit there. You get a dog. You get a couple beers. You get a little liquored up. Mm-hmm. That is an experience, and I would do that. I do. So Yankees. it's an atmosphere. 100%, 100%. And like you, there's a lot of time to drink beer watching baseball because there's time between innings, there's time between pitches. Kind of like CFL. Yeah. Lots of commercials. I agree. Lots of change in possession. Yeah. yeah. But it, there's something about watching baseball live that, I mean, any sport live, but baseball is sort of like, it. I don't know, like having played as a kid, it evokes that feeling as a kid. You're like, oh, I'm back in the diamond. Like it's a very nice... I like Don't get that. me wrong. I love playing baseball. Yeah, it's, but it's watching it like live music. It doesn't right. live music doesn't have to be awesome, but just to be there in the atmosphere, it's good. It's the same kind of thing. people got to be vibing. Yeah. If no one's vibing, yes, that's right. Pressing pause one second. To my right, Alan. Ha. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's his name? No podcast name. It's not Alan. No, it's Alan Hag, but Alan, yeah. Corey doesn't know how to pronounce Hag, so he calls Oh, he Alan. gave you a name. <laughs> what was the name? I can't remember. Episode two. We got Big Jim, and we got Billy. Big Both, both first-timers. Absolutely. And Brent is the creepy guy just right. across the alley. He's going to poke in here at one point. He's a ways away. He might put his dick in my hand. We're not sure. So that is young. That's how we'll know that Brent wants to talk. Yes. Red-headed rooster cock would fill that hand pretty good. I'll squeeze, I'll squeeze it right back. There we go. Okay, what's your uh, opinion on baseball? Lay on us. Baseball overall, there's just obviously a ton of gaps in the action. Um, obviously, being a lacrosse player, I'm a bit anti-baseball. It is what it is. But I don't mind why, playing why, baseball. How? I don't mind playing baseball. Time out. Yeah. Why anti baseballs? Maybe you're just. That's just kind of how you were. When you were growing up, there was the baseball players and then there was the lacrosse players, and it was what it was. There was a bit of just this. There was a bit of a thing. 
like like greasers and socias. Like that's how yeah. that was. Yeah. Good reference. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I like that. You're like the baseball players, but that's never fun. the outsiders. I like that. Absolutely. absolutely. Stupid. Tom Cruise with his fucked up teeth before they got fixed. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. So yeah. that's all. There was just a bit of a thing. Okay. It was what it was. So, all right. But no, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. And I understand. He was a socia. He wasn't a greaser. Was he a greaser? He's a greaser. He's a greaser. Tom is a greaser. So no, I'm talking about Alan. Oh, We're Alan? referencing uh, Soch, 100%. Soch, for sure. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting any greaser, right? No, 100%. I mean, now you're a greaser. <laughs> it. Right. But then, no, yeah. God, no. Right. So there has been some talk, because our league is struggling, as we've discussed many times. There's been some talk that we transition to a men's softball team. Oh, right. fuck. And I think we'd be just fine. That could happen. I, that could Absolutely, happen. we'd be fine. Jimmy, Jimmy went softball. Yeah. Was that? We would be stellar. Oh, yeah. We would be great. Yeah, we'd be good. Just put me in the our, field. Our infield might suck, but our outfield would be sweet. I think our infield. Be, <laughs> I think our infield be great. We gotta find a pitcher. You That's can, me. Okay, we got a pitcher. We got Billy. Billy can pitch too. Eh? I gotta reach a first base or a center field. We got we got a first baseman. We would have Woody's playing short or third, probably short. You go short. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have some third options. We got some second options. Like I'm happy to play in the infield. Yeah, I could go third. I could go field. You got to You can play three. I'll play two. And, and I've heard baby brother or brother uh, older brother Guido is a really good baseball player. What well, the hell? If I could convince Marcus to come out, Dave yeah. gets relegated to third. Marcus is short. There you go. He's, he's a ball real. player. Oh yeah. fuck. He, Again, I've I've kind of laid it thick on my brother yes, about him yes. being a phenomenal athlete, and granted, yeah. he's probably lost some of that. His sport was baseball. They called him the Hoover. Oh shit! Because he backed everything up. He's he, a bit wow. of a snake in the grass, then. Yes, he was a phenomenal baseball player. So for not a great record, hitter, but a phenomenal record, fielder. Marcus is a better shortstop than Dave. Is yep. what I've heard. Today. I will. I and I will. A hundred percent yes. If you take them at their prime, it's not even fucking close. It's not even close. 100%. Dave's a better hitter than him, without question. We'll He's see. a great hitter. No, no, no. We'll Mar- Marcus we'll was, never a, was never a great hitter. Dave's a great hitter. He was never a great hitter. But at shortstop, he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Wow. Okay. Like, I like that. So, hang on. For context, he goes, he plays Babe Ruth baseball, decides to go play football, goes goes up to Carlton, plays two years, starts as a rookie. Play, they cancel their, fo- their football program. He walks on to their baseball team, and he's now their starting shortstop. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Good hand-eye coordination. Phenomenal. Like, yep. not a great hitter, and that's but in slow not pitch, a strength, eh? in slow pitch, you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. You'd be fine. get away with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Can he hit dingers in slow pitch? Though? I like hit it. dingers. You don't need to. Oh, he can hit dingers. I mean, our team would hit dingers. Yeah, but you can. Some in some leagues, you can only go so far. As you have so many dingers. So far, you can only go. We put so off what was uh, we'll put off what was the rule where you could hit uh, three? Three. Yeah. In one and inning. one up. Three inning. Yeah, yeah. 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 One I, I do think that's our natural transition because slow pitch slow pitch makes it's a summer thing we, we, we get it in while it will replace the football I think that's actually our transition competitive men's softball competitive men's <laughs> we already have the jerseys well, we, get, we already got jerseys that's jerseys. perfect football shoulder jerseys on the Perfect. Yes. Yeah. These no, wait, our football jerseys become our alternates. You you can talk to Dave about that comment I made. He'll love that shit. Oh, he'll hear about it. I like it. I do like it. I want to hear. His I pound for pound, his brother was the best heckler I've ever experienced in my entire sure. life. And I went to a Vipers game. Yeah. 
and that oh, was the Andrew. first time I met his brother. Oh, Andrew is a. And this, we're talking like 2007. Yes. And we're sitting there, and he's Andrew's sitting behind me, and I've never met this guy in my life. And I didn't actually realize it was Dave's brother. He's right. built to heckle. And we were right behind Batcatcher, and it was fantastic. He was flawless. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: if you add heckling to any sport. That gives like six to seven points for the Holloway Chuck Clan. Oh, God, like it just yeah. ratchets up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys can heckle. They heckle. And if, that, if that's part of the criteria, they're going to win. They're, they're going to win. They would, go, win. they would just go to Viper's game so they could heckle. It wasn't about the baseball. They were just there to heckle. Yeah. But it was good heckling. It was, it was very good heckling. Yes. Some of the best heckling was in the Jack Simpson watching basketball. Oh, God. Just yes. lights up. Yes. Lights up. Study the program the night before. Get little tidbits on people playing the next day so you could heckle them and get really personal about it. Just rattle the shit. That's dedication. People. I admire that. Oh, we were bad. <laughs> it's we never been bad. in my tickle trunk of things. We were bad. Small little story. So I worked with a gal that used to play on the U of A Golden Bears basketball team. Never happened. Thanks, Charlie. Um, it's emotions. And uh, so, <laughs> so she goes... We're, we're now working together. She's now graduated. And um, introduced myself. And um, we find out, I find out she played basketball. And I'm like, oh, where'd you play? She's like, oh, I played for Alberta. I'm like, oh, really? I was like, oh, so you played against, uh, you played in the Jack a couple times. Like, you played against UFC or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I, I broke my nose against UFC. And all these pricks in the front row were heckling me about me breaking my nose. They were all over me. And I literally went through, I'm like, I was one of those pricks. <laughs> I apologize, I was one of those pricks. <laughs> we were ruthless. That's Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely ruthless. Yeah. No, it was... Part of being a good athlete is being able to shrug off all that shit, though. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. You gotta be, you gotta be prepared, you gotta be ready. You can't let somebody get in your kitchen if you want to be an athlete. You can sell at what you do. When guys on the field chirp you, it's like, it's fuel. You, you talk shit to me in the field, love that, eat it up. I'll say the best chirp I ever heard was, and this is the topic of the conversation, I'm going to throw it out there. Think about it. The best chirp you ever heard against you. So the one I had, it's, it's our second year, it's 02. Lincoln is hurt, he can't play. We go to Manitoba. I start the game, and we get beat up pretty good. We get, it's gotta be like 37, 12. Like we get the shit canned out of this. And it's get, Manitoba 102 is Vanier Cup talent. Like they're a quality, quality roster. And Shane Munson's their quarterback. And the year before he sets the record for passing yards. This is game seven, it's like so seven of eight. He throws a pass late in the third. And the guy comes on the announcer and he goes, yeah, and Shane Munson breaks his own record for most passing yards uh, in a season. And he goes dead quiet, and some jackass in the stands goes, hey, Guido, how many records are you broken? And I'm just standing, and I'm like, that was good. That was good. Like, that was, it was so well-timed. I'm like, that was, it was a great chirp, simple, but it, it was the best one I've ever heard to me. Yes. Yeah. I might have one that challenges that. You can't even be mad, though. You just got to appreciate it. I was playing college basketball and I got, you know how you pass each other in the center court when you're doing layups and the warm-ups and whatever? Yeah. yeah. And I think we were in Leftbridge, Mormons of all things. And the guy looks at me, I, you're not the trainer? You're playing? <laughs> <laughs> 
I dropped 18 that game. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah. Did you look at that guy as you did it? Uh, I looked at him a few times. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I tell you what, those Mormons are down there in, in that... Uh, they're aggressive about their sports stuff. They are. Oh, they're they good are. athletes. And they were good. Yeah. Some good. of them were good. Some, Some of them were inbred. It's fine. Yeah, there's a bit of that. They know how to breed them. Well, if your sister's um, hot, like, fuck, what are you going to do? There's nobody else on the farm. <laughs> sure. They are, you know, there's, there's some high talent down there for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, okay, best shirt, go. No, sorry. Carson just legalized drinking, correct? I really? So you, I went golfing down there and I couldn't have a beer and it was disappointing. I'm pretty sure Cardston just legalized drinking. They, they're progressive now. I mean, it's a thing. It's a thing. I can go golf there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go golf there now. I, my story is... Okay, lean in. You got to stand yeah, up. Lean in, right? Stand lean up. In. This will be U of A. This is Brent Hargrave's best shirt against sure. him. How long is it UBC? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It was, it's simple, but it was effective. It was one guy obnoxiously yelling the whole game, Look at me! Yes. <laughs> 16! 16! 16! Look at me! Yes. That's fantastic. That was it. That was all it was. That's awesome. Was that? It was simple. Fifth year? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it the reminds game me of suit. that football movie yes. where the guys got in a three-point stance with his hands doing this. He just got his fucking mm-hmm. head up and he's shaking and his face is red, his eyes are red, and he's just got his hand up ready for the fucking snap. And it's, fuck at me! Fuck at me! And just mows the guy over. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love it. That's yep. a good shirt. I yeah, also what like... what do you say to that? There's no response. There's no response. I always liked going to games, and when somebody fucks a play up, you'd be like, hey, 32! And then we'd all be like, it's all your fault! <laughs> great shirt. Great shirt. Like, stupid, but just great. That's uh, yeah. the PA system at the Roughnecks games. They do, yeah. They're yes. very uh, interactive yeah, on the yeah. chirps. Yes. I don't mind that. And the kids are like, they learn how to chirp at a young age. They're into it. Yeah. $12 tickets. It's production. Yeah. Take the kids to a good game. Watch everyone cross-check and smack each other in the arms. I like it. No one knows what a penalty is. It's great. It's perfect. (laughs) We don't actually know what penalties are. I know. I'm aware. I'm very aware. I get that question. think our viewers in South Dakota might really appreciate this last little bit. I don't know. I'm just going to put that out there. And if you don't, I'm sorry, but I just feel like maybe you would. One of the best high school basketball games I've ever watched was against... Lean in. Say it again. One of the best high school basketball games i ever watched was against Bishop Grandin when my brother was playing and the Kainai Reserve. There was a player on that Kainai Reserve team that was the, one of the smoothest basketball players I've ever seen. Triple overtime championship game of the tournament it was phenomenal like they and they this guy I think did not come off the floor all game and in between overtime I we can wrap that up yeah yeah we can get the bills however that works out whatever's left you just tell us in between overtime two and three this guy on the Kainai team goes out chucks in the garbage can comes back in plays OT3 I think they ended up winning the game. It was just, was like, that's a phenomenal effort from a very good high school basketball player. I think, I think he played at U of L actually. Yeah.
I think anytime you chuck in the middle of a game and come back and play, you've yeah. you've earned your keep. I'm not sure how that's going to work on the sound, but we're going to let that go. We'll figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think my... I'm going to listen to this on the way home, by the way. Yeah. 100%. Um, I think lacrosse-wise, we'd always play the um, native teams in nationals. That was generally where we would see them. And what I liked about it was they didn't actually know who I was. So they would not necessarily put their best defender on me. And right. I would light them up. That I appreciate. So, they yeah, put, so you, you lurked in the shadows. No, I didn't. They would just have to look at the look at the stats that were posted online. And they could have sorted it out. But they didn't. <laughs> they would always just put whoever it was on me. And then I could abuse them. And then eventually they would put their... I would have liked to enjoy watching stiff motherfucker on me, and I'm like, wow. I would have loved to watch him play on cross. Can I split that happen? Yeah. But that was that was the best though. The native teams would have two to three defenders. Would they would use a full wooden stick? So when they slashed you, it was it was, it was a fucking club. It was right on the arm. Every last bit. Do you think they were familiar with the club? Well, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, what I said was no better. Two jugs over there and better okay. food. So this is your food. This, this is us by three. Right. The rest is well, I got some of that. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I didn't pay over there. You didn't pay over there. Oh. Okay. Really didn't want to be a part of Do you have any decision making on that, Jim? Just throw your card out there. And I'll put 60, 50... I don't know. 50? Put 50 bucks on there. It's an aggressive. It seems a bit. Is that right? That's fine. Sure, it's a lot. You, you've done it already now. Let's go. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you tap or anything, but I put 50 on it. We're going to have a discussion. I want to know what's going on here. Yeah, let's let me, let's take a minute to think about that. Forty-two a piece. Forty-two a piece. Yeah, that includes tip, and that's if you're taking a quarter of it. Do you want to take a quarter of it? Somebody gonna do? Somebody can do something with that? Or I can pay. I can pay with my card. However, so my quick math, fifty was okay. You're eight, eight over. Because if we all put fifty, we're gonna. I thought you were looking at me like I didn't pay enough. No, no, I was like canceling this, and we're gonna sort this out right now. No, we said it was aggressive over here. Yes, an aggressive amount. Which, which we appreciate. If you want to put fifty down, I'll take ten dollars off my movement. I'd always put eight dollars more, so I don't seem like a fucking cheap cunt. Because he says, as he looks me directly in the soul, I don't. It's only like a cheap cunt. I will take your soul. I don't have a soul, so I need somebody's. Enter amount. I'm not sure you want to pick mine. D zero. Did, weren't you supposed to put 42 down there? We got 50. She entered it. Hey, remember that movie Goodwill Hunting? What are you doing? You picked the fucking belt or the fucking hammer. What was the movie? That's not. I'm not sure what movie that was, but Goodwill Hunting when he's in therapy and he says. My dad used to beat me with a belt. Yeah, yeah. Or a, what was it? A, yeah. A fucking hammer or a bat or whatever. What'd you choose? The bat. Why'd you choose the bat? Because fuck you, that's why. It's not your fault, Jim. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> uh, so if he goes 50, that kind of fucks our numbers up here. No, it doesn't. It just goes down to 40. You can still put your. You can go 40. You can still put your 42 in. 
Well, it stopped tapping this week, and now it won't chip, and now it won't. So what Jim's saying is he needs someone to pay his fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now the machine's jamming up. What, you broke. You broke it. That's the merchant copy. I'll take my copy. That one's the Kline, and this is the Kline. Everything do not retry. Limp biscuit. Everybody Why does it say do not retry? You left it here, and I put some numbers in. I pressed things, and it didn't work. Not use that anymore. Fifty bucks. Yeah. Oh, the turntables turn. You're really. Uh, <laughs> he's wondering why. But. How the turntables, as they do. <laughs> okay, we're, we're going to go. You, you do you. We're going to do 40. That makes the right man. Oh, so I can't give her my extra eight dollars? You do whatever you. You gotta fucking put it in your pocket. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. My good gesture was not for you, young man. Forty. I'm gonna do forty. Oh my god! You go sleep at night and see how you feel. <laughs> you know what, Jim? I sleep like a fucking baby every night. Which is it's a terrible saying because babies don't sleep. Yeah. Very true. I did. I sleep I like fucking was a baby yeah. sleeper, son of a bitch. I sleep <laughs> like a comatose twenty-year-old who drank too much. That's what I sleep like. Yeah, because babies don't sleep. Thank you very much. Depends on the baby and the genes. Good genes. Forty. 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 Yeah. Because. Yeah. Oh, you messed up. They only did 25 a piece over there. Yeah, hey, <laughs> We had a lot more to eat than they did. Eat. We had a lot more to eat than they did. What did Corey just say? What did he say? He's chirping on there? Parting thoughts, Jimmy. Parting thoughts for the night. Doyle rules. Baseball is for napping. And you only watch golf on Sundays at... 3.15 when the drive is on. Game over. Signing off from Pazzers, who actually gives us a discount, unlike Spot On. They're back. Woo! One for the room? One. The Turtles Podcast. Woo! How much space you find in the new place you might... You might have to. <laughs> There's still quite a bit of space now. You might have to throw some of it out. I've already, we've already done a dump run. There's another dump run. As soon as you're available. I think that has to be on the next... McDonald reunion family t-shirts. Dump run, 2023. <laughs> Do you remember writing this? The poem? I was wondering if you guys kept that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Can I see? Yeah. 
One flew out of the cuckoo's nest by Cory MacDonald, a birthday gift to me da. A story once told that a bird was so grand, who soared high and free with feet never to leave land. Funny the little bird, featherless and white, hard of ear but keen of sight. At such young a season, his responsibilities grew. Looked upon by siblings as smarter one who knew what to do, how to do. Brother, how I worship you. But from his nest he must away. This is what he had to do, to stay and die with no life to admire, or live and leave for a chance to fly higher, to soar above the low and grey clouds, to keep another wings clipped and held down to the ground. So with mother's aid and a kick from the nest, the bird's real strength was put to the test. He flew till he found friends that were kind and were able to let this strange bird stay with him in their stable. He's but he stayed but a while and thanked his kind friends, but he knew that his place was not his destination's end. Not shortly after, as a gift from above, this travelling bird caught the eye of a dove, beautiful and smart. Sun rose with her laughter. This bird such awe left not her side this point after. This bird in such awe left her not her side this point after. English was never a good point. I'm not strong to <laughs> Is that English? <laughs> English, maybe? The journey continued, roaming the villas from way north to the south to somewhere in the middle, till one day unexpected a halt put on their trip. The strange little bird was given a gift. Three right away and two much not la- two not much later. These five little gifts would change him forever. No longer the to roam with freedom again, he praised his dear presence and journeys became them. Polishing and watching and keeping them clean, loyally the birds adhered to their needs. He praised them, they worshipped he praised them, they praised him too. Again, he was looked upon as the smarter one who knew what to do, how to do. Father, how I worship you, but from this nest they did away. Do not worry, I love you. So to my father, if you have no clue, this strange little bird happens to be you. Abbreviated, yes, but all of it true, and above many days and how happily you flew. And how I appreciate your gifts to take this boy and make him a man of your wits, to someday be as wise one day I know. What to do, how to do, one day be an image of you, so I can be there to my kids as good as you can do. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, are you crying? No, I'm not crying. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Are you okay? (laughs) Uh, Here, do you wanna do you wanna put these on? No, I can't. Oh, you can't? Can you hear okay? I can hear okay. Okay, perfect. Because I was thinking that if you wanted to put these on, then the microphone would help as well. But does that even record okay? Yeah, I think that's all right. Fair enough. Go like that. Um. <laughs> oh, wow. You kept all of these. Stole all of these. <laughs> these were mine. I was wondering. Those are yours. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Well, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. The, so we're, we're just sitting down today because we're packing up the home, our childhood home. This is actually the only place that you guys have lived in Calgary. Um, so I thought if we were going to, I was going to chat with you anyway, so I thought I'd record it and just get an idea or just if, if there's any, cause this has been like our home forever. So moving is a big deal. It's it's obviously a lot of stresses, positive and kind of negative. But as as we're moving away from the home, if you have like any thoughts about like this house or if there's anything that 
kind of is 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 kind of the uh oh I didn't mean oh it's <laughs> you rubbed your eyes right away I was like and she just burst into tears automatically. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but yeah, like is is there a thing that stand out to you the most that's gonna maybe kind of stand out to 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 miss from this home or things that. I I think this house is, has really. housed a lot of people. I remember <laughs> yeah. there was at uh, one point we had 11 people living in this house. Yeah. Three or two of them were living in the crawl space. How many people? Uh, I said hypothetical, but the amount of people that have lived in that dusty crawl space over the years. Well, at least five. We've had, we've had people that were kicked out of their own homes. Yeah. We've had um, You've taken on boarding students. Well, we we had a couple foreign of exchange. Fo a foreign student, and we had a, a couple of people from the Bible College, and several kids came back after university, and then came back with their families. And I was about to say I was the only one that never came back after university, but we did have to move in with you coming back from Vancouver, only because our house that we bought wasn't ready yet. But I took a point of pride that I was not I did not have to come home after I was kicked out the first time yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I agree like you've even customized the house like the kitchen is what it is like these two gigantic tables put end to end because every Sunday you have upwards of like it's it's a small dinner if there's only like ten people. <laughs> we have yeah, upwards of. We might as well of, for dinner because I'm not cooking for just ten. Just ten people. You cook for small armies every week. Yeah. <laughs> you start on Monday and then <laughs> it takes us all of thirty seconds to eat everything. <laughs> so yeah, like half an hour, everybody's gone. They're going out the door. Like <laughs> grumpy kids and. Yeah, the kids get blamed for a lot of stuff. Grumpy me. Well, it's the end of the week. I'm tired. Fine, go. You've stayed your hour. <laughs> so is 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 it mostly just like obviously it's the people it's it's the memories that you're gonna have about like yeah. raising the five of us plus the odd littlest hobo dog and um we've always our family's always been our focus right hundred percent yeah always always been our focus and everything your dad has done and I have done is. For our family, making sure that not only that they're taken care of, like had a roof over their head, but known that they are loved and cared for. Mm -hmm. And we wanted not only that, is we wanted you to be good citizens, to know the value of working hard, mm -hmm. and also to be able to know that we should be able to re relax and enjoy other people and be well adjusted, you know. You were trying to tell me how to relax? Little miss, I can't sit still on Sundays at oh. all. <laughs> trying well, to get you to sit down I on Sundays. I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> In principle, you mean. In okay, principle, good. I don't do know as I to, say, not as I. I don't know I. how to do it. I, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> None of us know how to relax. No. I understand that's what the wish, I think, 
in hindsight, I think we all wish we could relax more, but I think we're just, we're lots of energy. It's not bad energy, it's just lots of energy. That's, that's why spas are so wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why we're all so addicted to spas. <laughs> hey, Dad, do you have any, any of like the, the moments in the home, or what are, what are going to be the biggest parts of this house specifically that you're going to miss moving into your new place? Um, I don't know if I'm going to miss anything. No? You're just ready to set it on fire as you leave? Just vomit? Well, we can't do that. We sold it. <laughs> he sold it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it. Was that the kind of always the goal, though? Is that you kind of wanted to keep this house? Was there any sentimental value in selling it to Kyle instead of no, on the market? Well, it was just the... Kyle had always said that he wanted it. He, he has. He, was, he made it very... Like, yeah. for at least the last decade, that this was his shotgun, no takesy backsies. Yeah. He, but I think it would, selling the house now in this market was an opportunity for us to get rid of debt mm-hmm. and to have a mortgage-free place to live. The dream. And, and um, we didn't want to go into one of those old folks' homes. Mm. Not We've been ready. looking, you guys, at I know. this close. I know that you've always promised that we would have the best. There's one that would have a pool that had a slide and a diving board. Is that to kill people off? <laughs> <laughs> the pool isn't filled with anything. It's just, just like, you just pay here you go. To push them off the... Here you go, Agnes. Just dive into the pool. <laughs> you, see, you can't pay our bill anymore. Can you put them down the slide? No, I... Um... We need more beds. <laughs> Sorry. Dr. Death. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I really didn't like this house when we bought it. <laughs> what? Really? I, mean, I, didn't. I didn't. Is that is that why it's gone every year? Yeah, it's like about, yeah. seasonal. Like you can pick a season. You know how you look at old like photos and you look at like the clothing mm-hmm. on them and the haircuts. Like because we've done that as you've been cleaning out all the old family photos and like, dear God, Mom, what have you put us in? Like. What was that? Suspenders and like a bolo tie and like... Corduroy pants, yeah. Oh my God. Me and Kyle had matching like neon... <laughs> like they were matching uh, neon outfits and sweatsuits, but just like mix match colors, the opposites. But yeah, like this house has gone just through as many of those mm-hmm. facelifts as well, so... Remember when it was dark green in here? This has been a dark green. It's been like a bright yellow. It's been a... Red was downstairs. Red was downstairs. The tree was in there? Over here. Above the, yeah, above the, the tree, tree was above the, the window. Yeah, so many, many faces. But why, why didn't you like this house? Because it, it wasn't a bungalow. I wanted uh, a bungalow. Because that's yeah. what we had in White Court. And I wanted a walkout basement. Got a walkout basement. And I really like the 10-foot ceilings down there. Ten-foot ceilings are nice. The walkout basement we've used maybe 20 times in 34 yeah. years. <laughs> but it feels doesn't feel like a basement. It, it does. That's very true. Especially that all of us have had turns like rotating down there. and yeah. That was our home. I, I think that was kind of, was that intentional on your part or was that kind of more of a natural progression on our part that like as younger kids we were up here... As soon as we hit teenagers, we were like downstairs. Yeah, you had to go downstairs. You couldn't deal with us? <laughs> because you smelled and you didn't go to sleep. 
Especially the boys. <laughs> well, boys are icky, aren't they? Right, Dad? No? <laughs> okay, that's good. Well, you said you didn't like this. Well, what, what do we... Obviously, the, the clearing of the debt and, you know, kind of the timing works out. But what are you looking forward to most in the new place? Where once we've all got you moved in and tidied in, is there anything specific that you're most looking forward to? or that Not carrying my laundry downstairs. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit smaller, not as much space to keep clean. And you know what? Um, somebody's going to mow our lawn for us. And nice. Shovel the driveway. Although we had great neighbors. They shoveled our Oh, driveway. that was awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Both sides. Both sides until Pia yeah. moved away. Mm -hmm. Time in August. No, January. Yeah. December. She, she left just before Christmas. Yeah, so it was, you know, we've been very, very blessed here. Yeah. Yeah. We and had great neighbors as great well, neighbors. right? Didn't get to know very many of them. I just visit with Nikki and Ryan over the fence. I don't think I've ever been in that house <laughs> since <laughs> Jocelyn and Bill left. But. It was actually really funny. Um, in Vancouver, I was doing personal training, and there was a couple that I was training there, and one guy looked familiar, and his wife was very kind and really chatty and then he looked familiar and he comes up to me he's like you have to ask i know it's really weird and i don't want this to sound like you look like every other redhead but are you from calgary i was like yeah from scenic acres right yeah uh i grew up like four houses it was rob uh like four houses just down oh. and he grew up like he went to school with kelly and, oh right yeah mm. so he was just like yeah i grew up there so we got actually kind of closer in Vancouver. They're actually wonderful. They're back in Calgary now too. They're raising their own family. So, And also <laughs> another kind of weird kind of neighborhood story, but uh, Victoria uh, is Kyle's age and she grew up the, the garage door with the pink, yeah, the yeah. pink garage door. The girl that grew up there works out. I didn't out. even know they had family. I didn't know they existed <laughs> at all. Like I never saw them. But she's like, that's my house. And I met her because Ashley trains her at the gym. So <laughs> I've talked with her mom once or twice. Yeah. What house have you talked about? It's now? the fellow that walks up to the YMCA all the time. I, I don't know what's The guy who walks to the bus? I don't think he goes to the bus. He walks up to the YMCA. Hmm. He has long hair. They live in the house with the pink garage door and she has little the blessing <laughs> and she sorry and she has little fairies around the <laughs> i don't think they like being called that mom <laughs> they're just little figurines that are sitting around they have little chairs around the trees. <laughs> we're just teasing you dad oh yeah <laughs> of his mom every once in a while Nana? Nana? he hasn't thrown toast at me for a while but the way he responds that is a blessing it is mm -hmm. a blessing it is a blessing yeah. <laughs> a saint America. I know she was a saint she was a, she was a lovely lady she was super nun she was a my grandmother lady. was super nun she it's gave you everything I know. Look she gave you the inheritance. A super grand. Remember that show? No. I could have sworn to God it was Nana. It was 
I remember seeing that. Yeah, this. Yeah. Nobody knows what we're talking about right now. No. <laughs> okay. All right. So we talked about the house, but in uh, for our listeners, because it's a. T- the turtles, the guys like uh, the Chuck and Hollywood and Brent and mm-hmm. Sean, uh, the guys that you've met over the years and you probably never remember their names, Dad. Am I correct? Never well. Exactly. Um, the look, this is their podcast, and we talked about we grew up with football, so just growing up with three boys who played football or even just sports. If you had any favorite memories or, or what you liked most about putting your <laughs> Boys in the sports, besides all the concussions and PTSD you know, that we I, all... I just remembered when Chris <laughs> started playing, he um, needed glasses. Oh, right. He had the big... Uh, <laughs> the goggles. <laughs> Who was the basketball... Uh, the uh, Grant? <laughs> the ba- Everybody called him Grant because he, the basketball player that he could... They didn't fit in his helmet, well, right? You know, I, I, they... And he was sweating so much, fog <laughs> up, and he couldn't see anything. So he had prescription goggles. <laughs> prescription goggles. <laughs> oh, poor oh, Chris. Hilarious. I think it's a testament to him that he played as well as he did without being able to see. Like well, this glasses. Didn't. Let's not kid ourselves. Aren't all of our glasses are pretty thick to begin with? Well, he. And that's then he, how he got. Contacts is because. And then you put mud and then sweat <laughs> in his eyes. He just couldn't see. They were saying, "Well, how how did you know that guy was coming at you?" And he'd say, "Smelled him." I smelled him. <laughs> when you guys played with cowboys, Kyle, I remember him saying to me, "Mom, I don't care if I'm bleeding from every opening in my head. You're not to come on." <laughs> the field. Do not he come did on. not want to be mom <laughs> so embarrassing I'll set my own leg <laughs> do not come on the field that's funny yeah oh, that's gotta be hard I, I, part of me was disappointed that Chase never wanted to get into football mm-hmm. but there's a large part of me obviously like who I am today is because of football the good and the bad head injuries Mental illness. You I think know. I don't think the head injuries were from rugby. Like I blame uh, rugby too. Yeah, rugby's stupid. Football is smart. No, <laughs> they only think they're smart because of the concussions. Yeah. <laughs> it was a wonderful benefit for us as a family because on a Saturday mm-hmm. we used to have to go. Watch a game in the morning. Yeah. Then we would have lunch at the <laughs> little taco place on the taco corner. place there. Then a game in the afternoon. So from eight o'clock in the morning to four in the afternoon, we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> we're footballing. Yeah, with Kyle being a little bit younger, he yeah. played on like the yeah. Pee Wee, and then I would play. But then also carried into like high school as well because yeah. we'd do the same for Friday nights. Because mm-hmm. he would, uh, well, at least one year, he was on junior when... Yeah, he, that was tough, because he, he wanted to play with you. He wanted to be on the same team as you, I yeah. think. He was, you would have been a powerhouse, I think. Like, I think we were. I think I, we always had that reputation of the McDonald brothers. Like, mm-hmm. I think, 
Uh, you're welcome, Kyle. I did set the way, but <laughs> he definitely had. I think I think we pushed each other a lot. Like we were very competitive. We mm-hmm. each had to outscore each other. Whenever I would have a big hit in the highlight package, Kyle would go. He remember that one play where he had like just one little DB, like scared, standing in a star, <laughs> that's like, ah, I'm gonna stop you. And Kyle could have easily gone around this oh, kid. He just goes through them. Yeah, because he because he saw that I had a highlight, and he's like, I don't want Corey to have the only highlight, and then pow, runs over this kid. He gets stopped at the one yard line, and he could just go to touchdown. But he had a big hit on that kid, and that's what he liked the best. So, yeah, that was and it was always good. So you had to kind of basically like pack for the entire day. Because we would always play. It was in September sometimes, the playoffs in November. And yeah, when McKenzie came along, we packed him all up. Yeah. And then Chris, he would, he would walk uh, McKenzie all over the place. It was pretty neat. Well, we did that even for, I remember you, like as a family, we even went to Chris's high school games. Because yeah, yeah. I remember he would give us his practice jerseys, and me and Kyle would run up and down the sidelines like, yeah. Go, Carol! Woo! And I remember heckling. That's when I was heck. I started heckling. I can't believe, believe it or not, I was heckling even. I was living. I would be this little kid. How old? Because I'm eight years younger than yeah. Chris. So if he's in high school, I'm still in elementary school. I'm Darcy. I'm Darcy's age. Heckling. You should have caught that receiver. Hey, eighteen. You're not very good. Oh, I was I'm bored to be a you jerk. Didn't, you didn't. End up with a bloody nose. Hey, you guys, consider I've never been punched in the face once, ever. Wow. I've been punched in the dick a bunch, but never in the face. <laughs> so that's an testament to you guys, I bet. I don't know if I want that trophy. <laughs> you don't get it. I get it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what what are, what are your favorite like or what do you what what comes to mind the most when you think of your boys growing up with sports? You can even talk about Kyle's soccer too because I excelled at football. So did that's you where go I to St. Louis with football? Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the, the Cowboys, right? Pilgrim Bowl. Yeah, it was the All Star team. So we yeah. won cities, and then me and Chuck made the All Star team with yeah. Chris Woolen. Who else was on? I'm just thinking of the guys on the Turtles yeah. team that were also on there. Brent was a year older, so he was not there. So Brent was not an all-star. Because um, you went and then Kyle went the next he year. He went the next year as well, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was a fun trip. That was a good one. And I just remember like this the skill level between like Canadian football and American football. That was our all-star team. So we had like big boys where they picked like of all of Bantam. The biggest guys from every team. And <laughs> we would have like played this. like the average Joes. Well, yeah, but I was a speedy guy and I was shifty. Yeah. So like I was, I was, we were the monsters <laughs> was what we were. But then we come in and then like they're Michael Jordan and they're just like from a young age, they're just mm-hmm. bred to play football and they've been playing for so much longer and they play a year round. So well, it's a cult down there. It really is. Yeah. I remember going, we were... Um, your dad was working in Houston and we went down to see some friends down there and their daughter was on a precision team for their football team like she was not a cheerleader they were a precision team precision team like athletic gymnastic kind of stuff oh okay and um, they called them precision team 
Oh, I think they call them night walkers here, but um, the what? Never mind. No, Anyways. they don't. <laughs> Hey, this is good. Hey, come on. That's bad. Ice beam. (laughs) Keep going. Dad, tell her to behave. I'm not going to behave. I'm just going to continue eating these delicious baked goods from the Filipino bakery that you got them from. They're delicious. Continue. You were saying about Nightwalkers? Something in your mouth. (laughs) But they... That was a high school. And they had it was an event mm-hmm. and there all the parents had golf shirts in co- coordinated like all the band parents had a color and all mm-hmm. the football parents had a color all the cheerleader parents had a color and they and all the knew, whites they had their section and then no okay sorry on. i'm sorry come on <laughs> was that paul's daughter that's paul's daughter yeah i remember it? being at the yeah. game Security and everything. Yeah, you, you, they searched you for guns. Of course. In Texas, but and it, you had to go through metal detectors. And, mm-hmm. But there was a. They had a band so big that they had like ten drums and twelve xylophones and trumpets and like it was a massive event. Yeah. Massive. I remember, well, I, even when we went, uh, we went to Washington, uh, we went to the, what was it, um, Promise Keepers. We went and drove through Washington. We were seeing, like, all these massive stadiums. Mm-hmm. And being in Cal, like, we played all of our games at, like, Mawada or, like, Shouldice. Yeah. If we were lucky, we got to play at McMahon. And then we just drive, and, like, every three blocks, there's, like, a stadium. And that is the high school. That's the high schools. And we're like, what professional team yeah. is that? It's like, well, that's yeah. a derelict... That's decrepit. That was their old building. We've rebuilt it. I remember like when I was in high school and uh, my senior year, grade 12, I remember when Western, we played them in the final, they had their own marching band, but no other team in the city had a marching band. So like they come with like four kids like, <laughs> lame, stupid, queer. They have a bunch of stuff that is no longer acceptable to No, you can't, and, no. You shouldn't have done it then. Well, yeah, but tell my coach that because that's who called us that the most. <laughs> uh, these were the babysitters that you entrusted me with, by the way. So, <laughs> kidding. Wow. Kidding. Left turn. Um, we, but also kind of on the sports background as well. I know you weren't familiar with football. I guess neither. Nobody was familiar with football. You had uh, you were like athletic growing up, but you didn't like play sports. Sports, yes. Well, I played baseball. Oh, yeah, softball. Like, because I remember like mm-hmm. you were really big into it. You haven't played in Calgary though. No, you only no. played in White Court. Well, I played growing up. I played baseball at home. Okay. Yeah. Because did, where did you? Uh, well, I guess your family's American, so yeah. They all picked up the American pastime and brought it to Alberta. <laughs> well, that's northern Alberta, and I did, I did curl too, which is pretty much Canadian. That's very Canadian. Did you and wear a kilt just like that? I skated. I skated. I ice. 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 Skated. Why did you send those trumpets? <laughs> I saved the receipts for that home. It's not too late. <laughs> I just had to. Get somebody to clean my house. I'll be fine. 
But but Dad, if if we can, I want to hear the story of Celtics coming to see you, because I've I've heard from your brothers about when the Glasgow Celtics when they were looking at you. And I know you've always been the modest, like, oh, you know, your run-on, like, 14-syllable uh, sentence that contains only vowels. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It. Don't laugh. But I wanted to hear the story. I wanted to, to hear what happened when you were younger playing soccer. Well, when I was younger playing soccer, I, um, I played for our church. Okay. The, the, um, the devils. I played and I got, <laughs> I got really disturbed with the Irish, old Irish priest uh, from St. Aloysius, which is the school I went to. Okay. He was a big pastor of St. Aloysius Church. And he used to come to the games because I was now, uh, I had transferred from there to Immaculate Heart. Okay. And this was in Springburn and first and so he used to come and watch the games when we were playing his his name. Okay, yeah. And he'd stand on the line and and then yell at his players to go get me. <laughs> yeah, he was racist. Yeah, uh. he said, Go get that little redhead. Get him. Oh I get bet him. he said I didn't say he didn't say redhead. If I was called the things I was called in my day, you must have been called even worse. But <laughs> by him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, by the sorry. Priest, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we were dedicated, and uh, when we played, mm -hmm. did you did you get a scout come to see you? I can't remember. I had some. Here's the modest thing: you would have remembered that. Because Andy tells everybody that you were scouted for mm -hmm. a professional team. Uh, they knew about it and didn't tell me because they didn't want me to go and play for Celtic. Who knew? Who's they? The aliens? My brother. Mm -hmm. Aliens. My brothers. Andy. Pia. James. James. Pia. 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 No P, P, there's no P, it, P, there's no T in, there's no in T. Scottish it's Peter. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an R either. Oh, there's tons of R's in Scotland. <laughs> Have you been there? They're all over the place. <laughs> Many of them in our gene pool. <laughs> it's too bad you, the force is strong in you. <laughs> Oh, I've, I I'm condensed R-worded. <laughs> R-concentrated. Oh, my God. <sighs> Are you going to Andy edit any of this stuff? Not at all. I tried oh editing. Gosh. It's a pain in the ass. So I just let it run. Oh, that's terrible. So all of your racist comments, really, Dad, we're going to leave really those in. I'm really sorry. This is on and on and on. <laughs> well, that's, I guess, as good a time as any. Um, your thoughts on the Aryan Nation before we turn this off, Dad? No, thoughts on All right, that ends our podcast for today. <laughs>
exact same like a jerk. And it bothers me that I can't respond to that yet. <laughs> I told you to put these on, you could hear me better. And then you'd know how big a jerk I really am. <laughs> I don't want to know. You don't want to know? <laughs> what daddy doesn't know doesn't hurt him. Be an idiot, just do, go, don't do it in front of your father. <laughs> what, what, what did he say? I said your final thoughts on the Aryan nation. Aryan nation? Yeah, I was being a jerk, and then I cut you off, and then that's the end of the podcast. To make but, me look like a jerk, but to be funny. Because it's me poking fun at... I do it with everybody. I don't just do it to you. Ask Chuck. I usually pick on him the most. <laughs> so did we fulfill your podcast? Dreams? You're horrible. I can't use any of this. Okay. <laughs> No, that was fun, right? And that's kind of the, the whole purpose of kind of what I've done is because I would never like, especially like our Sunday dinners, it becomes more this like high level surface mm -hmm. almost, hey, how was your week? This is a fun joke. This is what I did. Blah, blah, blah. Did you watch this TV show? Next person. Good. Uh, <laughs> intimate conversation. See, if you take some time and spend some time here, you wouldn't have to have the 10 minute dating thing. my family long enough jeez want longer dates I'm still fucking with you. Still waters run still deep. Snoop Dog and D R E two three Ginger. Guess who's back? Still, still doing that shit. Hey Dre. Oh for show. Sure. Check me out. It's still Dre Day. Ginger, aka Ginger. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep at home a lot Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock You hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block Ladies pay homage, but the haters say Dre fell off How ginger, my last album was The Chronic ginger. They wanna know if I still got it, they say raps change They wanna know how I feel about if it you ain't up on things Dr. Dre's the game, I'm ahead of the name Still, still. puffing my leaves, still Fuck with the beat, still, still. Not loving police Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease. Still, still got love for the streets, reppin' 403. Polite. Still the beats bang, still doing my thing. Since I left, ain't too much changed. Still, still. I'm representing from them gangsters all across the world. Still, still. I'm hitting the corners and the lolos, girl. Still, still. taking my time to perfect the beats. And I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Representing from the gangsters all across the world. Still, still. hitting the corners and the lolos, girl. Still. still, taking my time to perfect the beats. And I still got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Right back up. Up in your motherfucking ass. Nine five plus four pennies. Add that shit up. Nah. DRE, right back on hot top of things. Nice. Smoke some with your dog. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Some of that real sticky icky icky. Hooey, put it in the air. In the air. In the air. Well, you're a fool, DR. Ha ha. Woo!